everybody. Welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. Today I have on a super talented graphic and fashion designer, Mona Thomas, and she's here today with her sister, Marlene, and a business partner. So how are you guys doing? Hey, we're good. We're good. I had to emotionally prepare for this moment. Mm-hmm. I told you I was so nervous, but yeah, I need your emotional support. No, no, that's not true because I wanted to introduce her yeah. because I've I've always most of my friends know me um, with her by my side. We do mm-hmm. everything together with the same friends. Yeah, and it's actually more weird to see me by myself than mm. to to see us together. So, and I told you she would she would be sitting in the corner hiding. Yeah. Well, yeah, so might as well bring her on. Yeah. So you guys are always together, pretty much? Always. Since since kindergarten. We're like twins. Yeah. People used to call us twins in school, but we don't even look alike, I think. But yeah, we do everything together. We we even went to to the same class. We're not even the same age, but we we were in the same class in school. That's we graduated wanted, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's because you wanted to start school with five years. So I wanted to start mm. earlier. Yeah. 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 So Where'd you go to school long. at? Um, <clears throat> we grew up in a, a small town near Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's the one city in Germany with a good airport. So yeah. people know it. Have you uh-huh. been there? I have not, but <laughs> I want to go there because I have like, that's where, that's like where uh, my ancestries from but i just don't know anything yeah. about it yeah cool which, which city are you? honestly uh i don't know it's just i looked on the uh <laughs> online and it said like german and uh swedish was my like ancestors but i don't know anything about it but hopefully one day i'll go there and and see what's going on mm-hmm. yeah you should but i i always tell people they should go to berlin yeah that's, i don't really vibe with berlin mm-hmm. but it's 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 the techno city and yeah it's more it's, it's got more stuff for sightseeing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah all my friends that are into like house and all that like they're obsessed with berlin and when they went there they were only supposed to go for like a month and they stayed there for like six months playing shows and going oh, to raves and stuff oh i wish oh i always wanted to, to to do a rave in berlin i've never done that before but what people don't know is that the whole techno scene uh, originally comes from Frankfurt. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's cool. What was the What was the school called? Which school? That one you went to in Frankfurt, right? Oh. Um. We didn't go to this to our school in Frankfurt. Oh. We got into like a smaller town, like a suburb, something mm-hmm. like that, in uh, Hofheim. Well, and it's called kind of. Hofheim. You can call it our high school. Oh, I see. It's in high school, yeah. That's yeah. where we graduated, and then yeah. we went on to study different types of things. Yeah, that's that yeah. was the point where we kind of separated. You went yeah. to mm-hmm. art school, and I went to business school, and yeah, yeah. But before that, we've always been together, and also we still live together, so we didn't ever really yeah. go different. What, um, how'd you kind of start then? Like if you went to art school, can you give me a little bit on like your background as a designer? Like how, how was that going to school and what kind of stuff were you studying? Um, at art school, you mean? Yeah. What kind of, um, 
I, uh, I uh, applied at the graphic design field of my school mm-hmm. where it's, it's actually called communication design. Or yeah. That's how mine was too. Yeah. And, and, um, when I applied there, I thought that, um, we would learn how to, you know, make posters and stuff. And, yeah. and, and that's true. But when I, when I got there and when I was accepted, uh, they, they changed the name into art. So the, what I was studying is actually art, you know, mm, yeah. So, I'm also studying with a lot of people who, yeah, you know, do performance art or sculpture and stuff. And yeah, so, but we do have uh, graphic design classes and stuff. And that's yeah. that's what I studied there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't even, I haven't been there in a very long time. Yeah. I really, so I don't know if I'm still a student, but <laughs> yeah. I haven't really graduated yet. I feel you. I mean, I, it doesn't, I don't think you really need to seeing all the stuff you're doing. And I feel like with, uh, the fashion and product design that you do, I noticed that, you know, like you must have a background in like design and type and stuff. Cause it's very apparent in your work. Like not only do you have really cool like pieces and like with the jackets and the glasses, but everything from the logo to the little badges to the stickers, like you can really tell that your actual like graphic design too is just as good as like anyone else, which it's exciting because usually you don't get both, you know, either get good garments or good graphic design, but to see them both together is cool. Yeah, I I think so too. It's a very, it's very helpful that I'm a graphic designer as well Mm -hmm. when I actually design accessories and and stuff like that. But I think, um, I don't see myself, uh, as a, as a fashion person at all, actually. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm doing so many uh, accessories at the moment or like garments is actually because I don't have the resources to design cars and, and buildings and stuff, you know. I wish I could do that and I probably will, but um, I'm like, at this point, I'm still doing, you know, accessories. Yeah. You got to start easier. small and then can build yeah. it up all the way to buildings. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, actually, that didn't start in like uh, art school at all. It started mm. way before that. So, like, probably like as a kid, because I mean, that start for all of us, for every creative. I think that's where it starts mm-hmm. to develop. You don't just wake up one day and decide that you want to be a graphic designer or anything like that, right? Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's not what? something you. Do for fun it's just it's your passion i guess right when did you start um like huni like the actual company and start releasing products out of there uh officially i think in 2018 mm-hmm. was that was the year that i had the idea for the for the shades mm-hmm. i don't know if you know the the, the original huni shades it's the yeah. one that had, i love it's it shaped like the graffiti s uh-huh and, um I remember that that night that I had the idea and I had no idea what what that I would turn it into something real, you know, that I would turn it into a product or something like that. Uh, uh, but I had the the name for my brand. I had designed it way before then. I I mean, I I think I developed it in 2017. Mm-hmm. It was another school project where they uh the, the task was to create uh, a 
product and create a, uh-huh. ca- a campaign around it, you know? Yeah. And then shoot it and pretend like you're like a big brand or something. Mm-hmm. And um, my idea, I wanted to something to look like it was something like Nike, you know? Right. Uh, so I just didn't know what what the name should sound like or, you know, so I just decided to use my nickname. My sister called me Hunia uh, at the time. It always switches, but back then it was Huni. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I used that, and, and I had no idea that I would one day use it for an actual brand. Back then it was just, I was just pretending to be a brand. Right. You know, and then, yeah. yeah. Why did you that call was, her that? What does what that like uh, name mean? Um, I, I think it kind of developed. It was from Mona to Moni, and then it kind of came... To the word hoony and yeah. no, it's was just some crazy yeah it's really that was cool in my mind. <laughs> it's actually it's actually in german hoon is um chicken all right and and uh yeah sometimes she would call me hoon like yeah <laughs> chicken i remember <laughs> chicken yes and uh, i think that's where it actually comes from and a lot of americans they think it's honey or something like that yeah, yeah honey up to you you can say whatever you want i feel like it's cool that way though because it's almost like free marketing when you have like an ambiguous name like that because it's like people talk about it like what is it this is it this and even if they're saying it wrong they're still talking about it so that's a good thing because people are like the french the french uh luxury brands nobody can pronounce their name correctly but that's what makes it so uh, high-end you know right it's <laughs> funny the, the glasses um i think the reason that they did so well originally is because that s is like so nostalgic to everyone in our age yeah. range and i remember everyone just like drawing that in school you know on the notebooks mm-hmm. and everything and it's just so mm-hmm. cool to see it like in glasses like that how did you uh yeah. is that why you kind of thought of that idea was that the inspiration for it I mean, I can't, I couldn't explain to you what hit me in that moment, uh-huh. but sometimes you, I sat on that couch and I had this idea and then I just spent the night, um, drawing it and, um, I was new to Blender and stuff and, right. but I made one of my first 3D renders of the shades in that night and the next day I posted it, but I can't tell you, I mean, of course, uh, I, I drew that thing when I was a kid, I have, mm-hmm. I even have a of myself when I drew it no, on vacation yeah right? yeah yeah mm-hmm. like at the pool it yeah, just I hit remember. me it, I, I, yeah yeah some, that's how some of the best stuff is yeah right <laughs> yeah that's cool and I, big story to it actually it's just sometimes an idea just hits you and and those are the best ideas mm-hmm. if you create mood boards and and you know collect all kinds of inspirations and you, you think that you're going to create something insane. I guess not because like, yeah. it's so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it always hits you out of nowhere, I guess. Yeah. And what, were you always kind of interested in using uh, like that style of like plastic and stuff? Because I noticed that throughout a lot of your work, you use that like acrylic or plastic and, can you kind of take me through like why you why you use that specifically? Uh, that's because my um, my dad has been working with that material since 
I don't know, for like almost 30 years mm -hmm. um, because he has a workshop and um, I, I can always go there and create stuff as all the machines. Um, people always wonder what, what is his job actually? Yeah. <laughs> what does he do? Um, he's, um, he's a model maker. I don't know if that's the right word in English. Mm -hmm. um, that's when like um, uh, architecture offices need somebody to create a model of yeah. their building and yeah he does that he's been doing that for 30 years almost and wow he's one of the best in germany that's cool so we've spent our childhood in his workshop sometimes you know and just played with with the materials and built some stuff so mm -hmm. i've always been close to like acrylics and so when i had the idea for the shades i knew that i could just immediately go to his workshop and mm -hmm. we could create that uh, the only difficult part was the hinges because we don't just have hinges lying around you know in our workshop we had to order them and try them out how, yeah. how do they work we had to get into that but yeah it worked that's so nice having that like you know resource and luxury to be able to have an idea and like actually go to your dad's space and be like oh i need these materials make it real quick mm -hmm. like rather than you know since you have that you can actually just have the idea and like go there right away and not have to worry about like sourcing all this special stuff and i used to work at a intern at an architect office and the models some of the guys that built the models and it's so impressive it's crazy how small everything is too yeah yeah it's the best thing when you can when you have a place that you can actually go to and build things mm -hmm. and not because everything is so digital nowadays and and it's still people still long for for things that they can touch i feel like and yeah even though we're all like getting you know better every day using 3d software yeah it's, yeah it's it's yeah it's a, it's a good thing to do that yeah do you use a lot of um so like, what's the process like when you think of a new accessory or something, um, you go from sketch to 3D render and then you go into the studio and mess with the materials? Yeah, I mean, how do we do it? <laughs> I, I, I usually, I usually, the process is uh, like, either I have an idea that I, mm -hmm. and, and I know exactly what I want it to look like in the end, Right. Or I just, um, I just feel like I, I'm some, for example, I want to make a bag so bad. I've, I've been wanting to make a bag for two years now and I haven't like, okay, I, I, I have a bag in my shop, but, but it doesn't look the way I wanted it to look. It was the bag I have right now. It, it was created completely accidentally. It, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, uh, yeah, I didn't plan it, but um, yeah, I've been trying to make a bag out of leather, and uh, so I just have this idea, and I've I just haven't had the uh, the time yet, you know, to right. to actually go and, and look for the right leather, and and to make that work. But that's how how it starts usually with just this vision of of a product, and then you go into the workshop. And sometimes you have new materials. Sometimes I even started working with wood recently. Cool. And uh, yeah, but leather, 
that's something I want to try definitely. And because you can also um, put the leather leather on the machines and cut out stuff, you know. Yeah. We have a milling machine and a laser cutting machine, mm-hmm. and you usually, I think for leather you would use the milling machine. <laughs> no, yeah. but yeah, but I think so. <laughs> for the plastic, do you just uh, do the laser cutter, and then you basically just have it cut out like a vector shape, pretty much? Yeah. All you have to do is you have to. Um, I use Illustrator for that actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, turn it into a DXF mm-hmm. or other name, like some vector file. Right. And that's how it goes. But they have a very old school um, software mm-hmm. that they work with. And it's incredibly time consuming too. Because often I, like sometimes I, I have like a new logo or something. Mm-hmm. And, and it has incredibly, like an incredible amount of letters. And and then all those letters have to be uh, reshaped, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. you have to create the vectors all over again because the software is very old and it can, uh-huh. sometimes it can convert stuff. And yeah, it's, it's very time consuming. No. Those machines are crazy. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. I was saying, when I worked at the office, they had one, I think it must have been newer though, because you were able to just piece out the... What you would do is piece out the illustrator layers by like color and then the machine would know blue is like this one red is this one whatever but it's crazy yeah. to see because it's like a big you know glass like crazy machine and the laser's so fast it's just like shh, and it just it's cool yeah. to see it just like cut out like that and it's definitely scary though too to kind of be around some of those machines sometimes it is and it smells bad sometimes it smells <laughs> like you shouldn't smell it yeah. No, yes. I mean, toxic. It smells very toxic. Yeah. Yeah. When we spray stuff, and when we, yeah, you, the 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 kind of the smokes, the fumes, mm-hmm. the fumes are you shouldn't actually inhale them. Right. But, mm-hmm. With the colors, like I noticed, you use a lot of that, like really, you know, kind of neon, like green and pink and stuff. Are those colors just? Uh, sourced from the same place like your dad's studio he just already has those kind of acrylic or are you getting those from somewhere um when we started out and we wanted to make the shades there were a few of those neon mm-hmm. uh, acrylic sheets uh that no one used no one ever used because he's a model maker and right and the text they don't need a neon uh, uh acrylic model so yeah um, so there are there have been uh, acrylic sheets that haven't been touched for like thirty years or so. You know, there or some some are still from the seventies mm-hmm. because people in the seventies had those acrylic uh, sheets. Mm-hmm. It's actually nothing futuristic. It's it's been right. there for years. So uh, and I've always known that they were there, but it's kind of like I've always waited for the right thing, the right project to work something out with it. Yeah, and. Yeah, but but before the shades, we've always been there and, and created stuff. It just I think we also did something there way before that that had something to do with the S, with the graffiti S. Was it also a school project? I think it was a school project, yeah. But I, yeah, anyway. <laughs> That's awesome, though, that, uh, you know, to me, and I'm sure to other people, that green and those colors have kind of become 
part of like the Huni like style in a sense. And it's kind of funny that, you know, no one was using them. So you kind of had the biggest supply of those colors just for you to use since no one else wanted them. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Neon was, was very big, like in 2018. Yeah. Right. Rainbow stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man. I remember, you know, my rainbow shades, I always Mm -hmm. call them rainbows, but they're like an iridescent sort of. Uh, material and uh i had never seen that before so uh, when my dad because he usually when he orders new material he gets like samples of of some weird stuff and mm-hmm. and, and, and then he showed me this one sample and i knew that this was going to be this was going to change everything yeah <laughs> and i'm still doing it I, I i actually love it more than any of the uh translucent the the, the neon ones because yeah. it's just it's just such an unpredictable material you have like it changes its color all the time yeah it's yeah. cool all yeah. the different angles yeah yeah Did, would you say that the um back to like the s shades would you say that when you released that and it kind of started picking up traction was that kind of like a big moment for you in getting recognition and kind of people finding out about you yeah, I think that's the point where everything changed for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said before that I have created stuff way before that. Right. But I never got the attention. Uh, and all of a sudden, it was like, a, it wasn't a big hype, but it was a, a small hype, you know, mm-hmm. for me at least. Because suddenly I had people from all over the world um, reaching out to me. I had like artists that I admire reach out to me and, That's cool. and, and wanting to wear my stuff that was, and, and before that I, I didn't have that at all. I wanted to ask you a little bit about how it was designing the skateboard. Cause that was like really impressive to look at. The skateboard was just another idea that I had. And, and mm-hmm. I usually can't explain my ideas. It's just something hits me and then, I, I need to, to, to go into the workshop and, and create it, you know? Yeah. And I just, yeah, I can't explain it. It's just that you, we don't have these um, wheels uh, right. lying around in, in the workshop. You have yeah. to go to a certain store to get them. But um, yeah, we did. And then, and then we, and then we made it. I think, um, I think, because I usually show like 3D rendered animations of my products sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then also uh, an actual product that I made. Right. Um, and I think I, with this piece, I created the, the um, 3D animation afterwards in the 3D rendered product. So it's not mm-hmm. like I created an animation first or I created this piece in 3D first to see what it looked like mm-hmm. because it, it um, it was created in the workshop and not right. digitally, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the, um, you know, a lot of, it's like the backwards kind of, you, you made the entire product and then you went back and did the 3D yeah. render to post yeah. online and stuff. Exactly. Cutting that out, like that shape, did you design the actual like shape or did you just kind of like, what was the, um, what's the question? Like, 
What was the shape you were going? Were you going for a specific shape when you first set out to design the board pretty much of the deck? Um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, um, I remember, uh, drawing it on or in illustrator, right. Yeah. Um, that's where I created the shape and, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I just kind of liked the shape and then there's no real thought behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just a dynamic thingy or, or right. what was, what was you mean by shape? I guess like, I just, re- uh, I think it was like a cool shape and I always wondered, you know, designing skateboards it seems like a whole different you know challenge from just designing like an accessory because someone has to actually be able to stand on it you know if they want to ride it or whatever oh yeah oh you mean whether it's like realistic or whether you know if, yeah if a skater would probably be like you can't skate on that piece. it's <laughs> yeah. not possible it's also very heavy oh really but, uh, yeah and but i've i said that in the beginning i said this is not an actual like skateboard. Right. I can't skate. Where'd you get the um, this parts This is just from? a concept. Sorry, what? Where'd you get the parts from? Like the trucks and the wheels and everything. Um, there's a there's a skate shop mm-hmm. in, in Frankfurt that I go oh, okay. to that I went to, and uh, yeah, we we bought a a, a whole skateboard there mm-hmm. and then separated the the pieces or the parts. Yeah. That's then, cool. Yeah. What? what? I, yeah. Go ahead. I feel so um, like I I felt it was like a disrespect towards the skating community when uh. I put that because it's so unrealistic, you know. Yeah. I think because we uh, we we did a uh, we made us a, a collab skateboard with Club Fantasy, which mm-hmm. is a, a brand based in LA. And then we sent that um, sample out to LA where they shot the campaign. And I think there were like two s- skater models and they, they stood on it. They really stood on this board. <laughs> and it didn't break. <laughs> it didn't break. Yeah. So, yeah. It, That's good to know it. that it survived, you know, it survived the photo shoot of people riding it. I wasn't brave enough to do that. I, I didn't even stand on this board for yeah. once. Speaking of that, like I know Club Fantasy and they have some cool stuff and I've seen that you've done other types of collaborations and what was like the most exciting or fun collaboration that you've done in the past? Um, I think um, a collaboration uh, that was fun to me was the one with Adidas. Mm-hmm. People say Adidas. Yeah. People in Germany say Adidas. That's actually how you say it here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one was was great because it was such a big thing to me to yeah. have such a to be working also with a team, uh, an all female team. That's, That's cool. Special. Yeah, and it it was a very cool and comfortable, uh, you know, atmosphere. atmosphere. Yeah, working atmosphere and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was something that I was really excited about. And and another collaboration that I'm super excited about hasn't even started yet in this with um with a young designer that's actually still graduating high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduating from high school this year. And I just found his Instagram uh a few weeks ago and I thought he's only sketching ideas yeah. on paper and he hasn't actually uh, built or uh, 
built anything or made a garment yet, but he's super talented. And I just, I asked him if he wanted to collaborate and he said, yes. Yeah. So I'm super excited for that. That's he's still exciting. so young. He's like 17 or something. Wow. He, that probably like, it's funny. Cause you know, for you to Adidas, it's probably how he felt like working with you. Like even it's Adidas, yeah, so you fun. and him, and you're reaching out to him. He was probably really excited about that. And that's cool. Like, I remember uh, talking with people that I looked up to when I was like 17 and uh, if they were to just, to just reach out to me like, yo, this is cool. Like, let's work on this. That would have been really exciting. Um, I wanted to ask about the Adidas thing. So, cause that was really recent. I remember seeing you kind of post about that. Yeah. Were you working with the team actually uh, like in person or were you just doing stuff in your own spaces? I'm always in my own spaces. I yeah. mean, especially to the pandemic, we're always right. kind of stuck here in our little small town in a way. But um, I mean, we do Zoom meetings all the time, and then and we're not so isolated, you know. But mm-hmm. but um, it was cool to just meet the team, you know, because um, we were working with a, um, an agency in London, mm-hmm. and they they were super nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. cool. I mean, Adidas working with Adidas, uh, I talked with the uh with um a designer on my last podcast. It's not out yet, so or I guess it'll be out by the time this comes out, but Adidas, Nike, like there's these specific brands that, you know, having that logo or like that brand in your portfolio, it's just like really cool and it's almost like a little badge or like yeah. an achievement, you know. Yeah, I've heard that quite a few times that like when you've worked with Nike then you know that you've made it you know mm-hmm. but I think that's gonna change I think yeah one day I guess but um I think it's still that way I mean um I still remember when I made those Nike shades yeah um, it's it's uh it's actually like you know the acrylic shades that I always do mm-hmm. but um, the the front is shaped like the swoosh you know yeah that's cool and then we created like a whole campaign shoot around it with uh, some friends of mine who are in la chris pearson was such an amazing art director yeah and um, i remember when we um posted uh the the photos the final photos Mm -hmm. and we tagged nike and stuff because we did the whole thing just to to gain their attention right we just wanted to see um, if that would make them, you know, kind of uh, reach out all of mm-hmm. a sudden. And they did. <laughs> they did. You know, getting that actual recognition, I'm sure there's tons of people that have put in a lot of work into some kind of like, it's almost like a spec work, you know, and then it doesn't turn yeah. into anything. So it's cool to like that you actually got attention and eyes on it and everything. I wanted to ask, um, your sister, like what kind of stuff you do uh, with Huni to like in the whole operation of it? Well, I'm just working with Huni for a couple of months, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to support Mona with uh, the management part and yeah. um, the production part. Yeah, kind of. And um, I've worked in former businesses also in the pro- in the project management part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess that's what I can do very good. And yeah. I think um, 
there's kind of a you say symbiosis or or, or something yeah, like that symbiotic or whatever i mean she's creative symbiotic okay she's she's the creative part and more the organized part and i guess mm -hmm. that's working perfectly together and yeah, um, yeah that's, that's what, what i do. do yeah that's good because you know the more of that stuff that you could do the more time you have to make things and when you're creating you'll have a you know a freer mind because you're not going to have to worry about dealing with because no one likes to do that stuff if they're trying to do the design or the creative or the mm -hmm. art direction because when you're doing it all yourself you always have to think of that in the back of your head and it, it may cause like you know it just yeah. may cause like a block yeah. yeah it still is kind of tricky i mean mona is still um the head of her instagram account and right. uh, wants to answer all her messages by herself <laughs> yeah and i'm still trying to take that a little bit away from her so she can focus on her creative projects but mm. i mean it's a process and we're getting there i think yeah. but you're not gonna answer my dm <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> when it's about business yes but like yeah you know what i mean yeah so yeah. uh he's really taking care of like um a lot of like uh email stuff requests mm -hmm. from retailers and and so on yeah that's cool um what i wanted to ask you too so you obviously have huni and i think it's like a really i really like the brand and i really like all the stuff that i've seen and I, i'm also new to it uh jack from the album art archive he's who kind of connected me with you and I, ever since i was like damn like i really like this stuff but i was looking on your page and it said about like commissions and i was just wondering what other do you still do other kinds of things like for that aren't through huni yeah um of course because like i created huni basically to get more commissions you yeah know? like i need to be a graphic designer um and so in order to get jobs and to get clients i had to um, create this brand you know yeah I, I remember in the beginning i didn't even want to have a brand and i i kind of you you told me that i should should just do it you know because i, I didn't want it but yeah. yes you, I, of course I, i'm a graphic designer and i do logos and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that i recently did the um cover art for t-paint so yeah single. that was cool Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was actually something I was very, I was uh, proud of that. <laughs> that was like the um, with like the like type, right? It was like the kind of red, like wa wavy me. type. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that cool. cool. It's. Uh, do you do you ever get approached by um, maybe artists or just individuals that want you to create them some kind of accessory or garment, like just for them? Uh, I get these types of messages all the time, but not from like celebrities. Right. But some people think that like they uh, sometimes they have an idea and they can they reach out and they're like, "Hey, can you make this for me?" Yeah. But I can't. I of course. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Uh, but sometimes, um, that's an opportunity for a collaboration. You know, mm -hmm. if the idea is good, then it then it could be like a, a teamwork thing. Yeah. You know? And um, that's something that some artists, yeah, uh, did approach me for because mm -hmm. um, I'm also doing merch. 
Right. For us. Currently designing some hoodies and stuff. So, yeah, for a new band. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a German. German. Is it German a rock band, band or a metal it's band? It's a metal band, but metal band. it's it's not metal. It's like it's it's a new type of metal. Mm-hmm. New metal. Or whatever. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like speaking of merch. I mean, I was like looking when you were releasing those uh, crew necks, like. I saw a lot of people that I follow posting about them and everyone was really excited. And I remember I was like contemplating, like maybe I should get one. And then by the time I looked, they were all gone. It's silly. Like you, you really okay. have that. You've already built up, you know, that kind yeah. of like reputation where you got to get there. Like when it's, when it's coming, it's going to be gone. That was actually the craziest moment for us more than the shades or anything. Yeah. Because, we hadn't expected that at all, you know, uh, but but it makes total sense, you know, because mm-hmm. I I've kind of gained uh, a community through weird stuff, through shades and stuff like that. And some people don't buy that, you know, some people you don't wear that every day. Yeah. A garment like a, a hoodie or a sweater, that's something that you should wear or you would wear. Right. You know, so. so yeah, makes total sense to me why yeah. it was gone so quickly. That's cool. Do you have any um, anything coming up uh, garment-wise that you're going to be releasing soon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm currently uh, designing the, 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 the ideas on Illustrator, mm-hmm. and I'm doing the tech packs that, that you're sending out to productions. And yeah, currently in the process, probably gonna release something new this fall. Probably something, something's gonna restock. Yeah, something new is coming too. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Cause um, you know, it's good. Like once you you built that, you've obviously seen that you can succeed in releasing a garment like that. So it's good to keep up the momentum. You know, cause you know, if you yeah. release something else, sell out, sell out. I think I see a lot of people they become kind of like too, uh, what's the word, uh, like complacent. Like once they get a successful thing, they're like, oh, I'll just ride that for a while, you know, instead of like, you want to just keep yeah. keep it moving. That way you keep getting mm-hmm. more, more and more stuff out and, you know, stay in like the big culture zeitgeist or whatever. Yeah. I, I also, I have an idea for a couch that I want to make. What? I just That's cool. I want to do that, you know? <laughs> I want to make a couch. I wanted to make a perfume last year. I had an idea for a perfume, but it's so hard sometimes to, to some, some things are just difficult to make. Was that the spray can one? Yeah. That was cool. The graphics for it, at least. Right. And then, then, you know, I also wanted to smell good, you know, that's also something, it's it's a design thing, you know, smell is something that's also kind of important to me, you know, like, is it called smell? Is yeah. Fragrance, <laughs> smell, I don't know, whatever. It sounds like a bad word. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of like with the sweater, you know, you you want it to look cool and you want it, people to like it, but you also want yeah. it to feel good and you want to be warm in it. You don't want it to just be like for looks only, exactly. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted it to be super soft. And that's what the, that's the first thing people always tell me when they get the sweater, and it's like the softest thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. So is it just you two doing all the um, 
like fulfillment and shipping and tagging everything and all that? It's actually my whole family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, uh, the last time that we did that was, um, uh, that was, uh, when was it? Like, I think the beginning of April, mm-hmm. I had my grandma here, uh, uh, doing all the, the packaging. shipment, the packaging, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we did that together with her because she was so, she got so excited, you know, yeah. and she to help. And so. And I love that, you know, when we all when we all get together and it's it's such a family business all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. I have my dad uh, that I can go to uh, in the workshop. And my mom is kind of my accountant. Yeah, know? that's super important because I, I can't handle uh, I, I've always been terrible in math. So, yeah, <laughs> that's really cool that you have, you know, like not only does your family like are supportive and like uh, believe in, in like what you're doing. Cause a lot of people, uh, their parents may not really think that like design or art is like a real thing that people should be doing. You know, they want it to be safe, but not only do you have that, but they're actually willing to help in like the operation. You got the manager, the materials with your dad, the grandma shipping everything. Like sometimes that's Mm -hmm. cool. The thing is, that's because my parents are designers too, but yeah. they've, never, they've never had the chance to actually become designers. You know, mm-hmm. my mom works at the airport and my dad is a, a model maker, but you, you, he had the craziest ideas back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. He made his own clothes. So it's, it's, it's in my DNA actually. They, they found each other through, uh, you know, they made their own clothes together. And mm-hmm. then they went to the clubs and partied wearing their own stuff. That's and that's cool. basically what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where, why they're so supportive. And, mm-hmm. kind of, and that's, that's end up living their dream. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's cool. That's teamwork also. Yeah. And it's cool because they, they obviously know like with their skills and, and knowledge and design and things, whether or not, uh they're like practicing it like as a career they they know that it's an option and they know that like having parents like that seeing that like when they say like oh your work is good it's not just like they actually have something to reference you know like they know what is good and what may not be good it's not just like some parents will just be like yeah that's good no matter what you know you could be making (laughs) bad stuff they can be super critical too i don't know like how do you how do you uh, how do your parents judge your work? Do they judge your work? Uh, I mean, not really. Like my uh, my mom when because my mom actually passed away like in the past like two oh. or like a year ago. But even when she was around, like she didn't know like she didn't really know what I was doing. Like she knew I did design, but my dad too, like when people ask him, he's like, Oh, like he just like, I think he makes posters or something. Like they don't really know like what design is, you know, they're, they're kind of just like, like for a while, my mom would always say like, Oh, he's an artist. And then all her friends would be like, Oh, like art. That's like, you gotta be careful. He's not, he's going to be like broke or whatever. And I would tell her like, yeah, maybe, but it's not, it's different. Like I have a job, it's design and like I'm doing real things. One thing that was cool was, um, it wasn't the most exciting. I don't think like creatively, but when I was working at my last job, I had a, 
some, we released some new products. So I created like the billboards that were all over LA for the new products. And mm -hmm. the, the design was like fairly simple. It was kind of just like, you know, big product images and, and typography, but just having that in LA, like it made people actually like people were taking pictures, like and sending it to me, which that was cool. Cause that was just something I did on my normal job at two o'clock. And then next thing you know, it's just out like in downtown and everything. Okay. And that's when you kind of get the recognition, like, oh, he's, he's doing something serious. And then like, yeah, oh. even though other stuff that I did was way more important. It's just when you see, like, I think people don't understand uh, sometimes when things are just online, it has a different feeling than when someone sees something in person, even if it's something as yeah. small as a sign on a window, you know, once you print it, it's real. Absolutely. That's weird. When it's printed, it actually reaches the older generation more and it's, that's yeah. when they recognize it as something respectable, something serious. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't want to say anything bad my, my my grandparents have been super supportive too so. yeah and that's good because i think that you know a lot of people don't have that sometimes and it's good that you know and having that design background from your family it it's kind of hard to say like how much it influenced you you know it's a a lot of people like they're not even exposed to design or they don't even know it's an option but you had two parents that like knew about that and kind of yeah. gave you the knowledge and influenced you to like pursue your dreams even though you were saying that like some of your people in school were like oh that's that's like I don't know but you knew that it was good and you kept going with it which is was really good yeah yeah I'm super grateful for that because I think because I don't know if I would be doing what I'm doing right now if I didn't have that you know mm -hmm. and also all you know all the things that inspire me is actually stuff that they showed me or most of the stuff that they showed me Mm -hmm. and yeah it's uh yeah i i know what a true blessing that is yeah yeah that's really cool um what one uh last thing i wanted to ask you is is there anything i know you said you have a few things uh but is there anything specific you can talk about that's exciting that's coming up maybe that you're going to work on or release or anything like that okay um <laughs> wait i'm trying to think of anything that I, i'm trying to remember what i'm working on right now yeah wait and if it's like it doesn't have to either if it's a secret i don't want you to let out anything that's oh there are going to be clothes mm -hmm. i'm working on clothes and they're going to look special well oh yeah we, we're trying to make a ring oh really that's the thing that's been on my mind for so long but i haven't had the time to do it so yeah mm -hmm. the ring is coming and uh the collaboration with uh benjamin that's his name mm -hmm. with the high school student yeah yeah and then i don't know i'm just you can i don't know there's I so can't, much i can't tell you what's gonna happen in that was months. the hoony part but there's also the your graphic design part there so yeah also i'm also part. always gonna drop some new logos for yeah for my clients you know yeah it's also to me so yeah that's really exciting and I'm excited to see what you do as a designer with your commissions, freelance, and with Hooney and everything. And I want everyone go check out Hooney if you haven't and check out Mona. Her work is really good. And I appreciate you talking with me. And if you want to hear more, check out the Patreon for the Q&A. 
but thank you for coming on i appreciate it and thank you to your sister as well thank you so much all right goodbye